0: Hey everybody, Nina of Sheena's SEO here. Today we are going to be doing a content audit for a blog. Congratulations to Christina and Michael, who won um, the free content audit that I raffled off in my Facebook group. If you're not a part of it yet, you should go there. It's where I do fun raffles like this. So this is their website, Wanderlust Designers, and we are going to be going through 50 posts, 5-0, to figure out should we keep them or not. Now. Are we gonna go through all 50 together right now? No, I've already done it (laughs) because I know you guys have places to be, you're busy, you're worried about the trillion of Google updates that are happening all at the same time. So don't worry, we're not gonna go through every single one individually here, Um, but I will be sending this to Christine and Michael for them to review. I do want to however go through a couple posts to give you an idea of the way that I did this, why I put some things in certain categories and a little bit more about what happened here because especially with recent updates you're gonna to need to do an audit ASAP I 100% recommend doing it If you know that you are just like too busy right now pre-Christmas I'd at least like you to go through and just look at like the top 10 ideally I want to like say 20 but I know you might be really really busy but the top 10 posts that really lost for you in this update and what you could do to fix those. Whatever like where your biggest traffic decreases and we're gonna talk about how to find that. I think those are the ones that are worth examining why it happened, seeing if you could triage them and if not, seeing what you learned from them that you can then apply to other things or I guess not apply to other ones um, to improve your site. Anything as well that you see that is like, truly terrible content, but you know you will not get to it right now. No index it. No indexing a post is just like putting the blinders on for Google. It covers it's like I don't know, view of the hideous disaster that you probably made on your very first blog post. We've all done it, let's be real. So, I want you to do that just because like Google grades your site as a whole especially Post Helpful Content Update. It was very clear that they did some site-wide signals there. So if you can get rid of stuff that doesn't really work for you, that's gonna be really important. So let's talk about how I first decided on which 50 posts to choose. Um, They have more than 50 posts on their website. I actually don't remember how many exactly. Um, Oh, my Moz bar's in the way. There we go. Moz, chill. Get out of here. (laughs) Um, We're gonna just go check so I can show you guys the exact number. They've got 77 posts. So I didn't do all of them. I picked 50 and I did pick 50 in two different ways. So the first thing that I did is one of the ways that I do start a lot of content audits is I went to their uh, G4 to pages and screens. You can also just guys, if you're like struggling with this, you can just search it up here. That's how I found it here. Um, I never click through in G4, just search your stuff. Pages and screens is going to show you the page, the exact page, and then it's page views. So this is where I was able to find, okay, in the last three months, what were the page views like for these posts? I wanted to do kind of a longer period, not just because of the updates and everything that went crazy, but because of seasonality and travel, there really is a lot of it. Also if they had just published something and I missed it, I did try to go for older posts um, when I was like going through this manually and selecting stuff. Uh, it would at least, I don't know, it's going to help me realize it a little bit. I, I don't know. It's fine. Sorry. I'm like starting to get into complex <laughs> nonsense in my brain that I don't mean to, but yeah, So basically. I was looking at this and I was like, okay, let's look at the things that are not getting a ton of traffic. And I wanna see if we could improve these. However, sometimes, especially when we start, we write posts that just do not have a lot of traffic potential. So I didn't wanna just pick ones off of this list. I also came into Google Search Console over here. And what I did was I selected from um, the average position impressions and total clicks. I compared it to the last three month period. Again, we wanna see shifts kind of pre and post helpful content update. I think that is kind of important, Um, but especially like it will reflect the helpful content update with the giant change that would have happened. This was a site that was definitely impacted by the helpful content update. Um, It's pretty clear because it starts in September, quite a big downturn. And then I wanted to see the things with the biggest click difference. So I actually did this in queries, not in pages. I was just looking there um, at the end there, but I wanted to go in and see, okay, where did we see a massive difference or the biggest difference possible between the clicks. And one of the reasons I then moved over to the analytics a little bit quickly is that there wasn't a massive difference here with clicks. Clicks didn't change hugely. We had a big change in impressions for a number of things. We had some changes in uh, position, but clicks did not have a significant difference or effect happening here. And I think that's for a number of reasons, but a lot of that is going to come down to seasonality a bit like the impressions are just starting to take off for some of these locations which says to me i don't know a lot about asia to be honest they were the asian destinations that winter is a good time for those areas great so did they actually lose maybe maybe not so i would come i would look at the click difference then I would also look at the impression difference. So here we can see the impressions have fallen. And that could be for two reasons. It could be that we've lost rankings, therefore we've moved further down the page, so no one's seeing us uh, or page. It's because of the infinite scroll now, I've started calling it all one page. Um, but number two, it could also be because people just aren't searching that thing. So actually, Niche Site Lady on Twitter did a really good kind of visual portrayal of this she wrote a trending topic i think in the summer or something that she mentioned to us on twitter um i'm mildly obsessed with her twitter so i don't remember like if i ate breakfast i remember her tweets it's ridiculous (laughs) Um, but she tweeted about something she wrote that was trending and suddenly got her like this huge influx of traffic and it's starting to slow down now so she said it lost i think it was like 13 or 23, I think there was a three in there. I don't know, I think it was 23,000 page views or 23,000 impressions month over month in this last 30 day period because people aren't searching it anymore. So it's not that, okay, she like vanished from the ranking. She might still even be ranking number one. I don't know where she was ranking, but it's that interest has faded. And that happens a lot, especially in the travel niche with like summer content. Um, One of my sites that definitely did get hit, um, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but I noticed it has a lot of beach content. That's not relevant right now. (laughs) Like they're all North American beaches. So like not gonna be super helpful. Therefore, it's gonna lose a lot of impressions regardless of ranking loss because we've moved away from beach season. So you have to keep that in mind when you are looking at things, especially when you're doing your own helpful content audit to be like, did I get hit? Did I not get hit? This is going to be so important. So now I can scroll over and then I can see the position difference and we have to remember for the other two negative is bad, but for this one negative is good. So when you have a negative position difference, it means that you moved up in position visually, but numerically you moved down because you lost, 16 to seven, I guess, you know what I mean? Like $16, if you went to $7, that's not good. But if you move from the 16th best to the seventh best, you moved up a lot. So it's a weird difference here. I know everyone gets confused by it, but negative is good. (laughs) So now they are ranking seventh where they were ranking about 17th. And so the interesting thing is they've moved up in ranking, but they've actually lost impressions here, technically for this search. And clicks so I would then go in and I usually do this like post by post to be honest I don't look at like ah Jesus did not mean to click that we're just gonna type it in because <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing that What to do in Hiroshima um, but I would look at like when I start actually going into these in-depth for each post I would do that in the page window that way I'm looking at a grouping of them but so here I can take a look and see okay are these sponsored tours new is this top sites thing new? If you've written for the keyword, you'll know this better than I do. Not all of us remember it for all of our keywords, but we can get an idea of like, is something new happening up here that might be taking away from you for a keyword like this. My hypothesis is that it's probably Google discover. Um, a lot of keywords of this ilk people are getting stuff on discover for. So very possibly that's what's happening. Um, could be, yeah, that it's just not the right season for Hiroshima, I'm not sure. Uh, It could be a myriad of reasons. Um, But if impressions have shifted, that means that the search, basically, um, search activity has shifted, not necessarily that they are doing worse. Now, I will say I'm in Canada, I don't have my VPN on, they're not showing in my top 10 here. Um, But if google search console tells us that they probably are closer to it Um, you can verify this first of all last 30 days will be most uh, accurate but i could also verify this with key search or hrefs or just turning on my vpn's been like breaking everything so i've kind of just given up on it recently um it like destroyed my zapier connection for a minute i guess ironically because zapier is all about connections so yeah sorry tangent but basically that's how I started going through and then selected some posts. I tried to find ones that had drops um, or ones that were had high uh, impressions but the clicks weren't quite there. So the other thing I did was just like turn this off and then just looked between click and impression to see what was the major difference. I exported the spreadsheet, put it into its own spreadsheet and then just ran a function um, in a fourth column that was basically like the difference between the two and then the one with the highest percent or the lowest percentage of click-throughs is how I did it. Um, I don't know why I chose it that way. I could have done it the other way, but whatever. I was like the lowest click-through percent are the ones I'm gonna pay attention to. So then I went in and dealt with those. You could also do them here with CTR, um, but I wanted to do a couple extra filters for things cause I'm, I don't know, I like manipulating my data a bit. So I did it that way, but you could very well do it here and then just see, okay, what's not getting the clicks it should be getting. I, for this, wanted to start with the kind of worst performing ones because I think that's how I can offer the most help right now um, to Christine and Michael. However, when I do my own content audits, I start at the top. So I actually look at the things, number one, because like they usually don't need the most work if they're already getting the majority of your traffic or are ranking pretty well, those are ones that usually just need an easy tweak. So even over here, you'll see that I gave some like very rough notes. And the notes that I gave are about the primary keyword. I did this audit based on primary keywords, um, which I was able to find via their rank math. And also like I did use context clues for like what they are ranking for. Um, I used like their slug, I used the titles and vague ideas of user intent I could also find from headers um, to figure out the primary keyword. 99.9% of the time, there were only like two, I think, where it was a bit confusing. It was very straightforward because all of them had the same primary keyword kind of in those areas. But you can see, I, sorry, I gave notes here for um, some things that I would adjust, and things that I would change almost all of them i actually stopped writing it at a certain point because i was just going to say it in this video basically all of them need a new title and titles can have so much power i don't know if you guys are on twitter but um tony hill has been talking about google discover headlines and how they are very different so a google discover headline is more like kind of not clickbaity in the sense of like it's not Like it's not spam but it's i guess click worthy would be the word that i use is like it's stuff that's more kind of news story sounding it's like definitely the titles i used to write before i knew seo so we're kind of like backtracking a bit which is interesting Um, but these ones are still not written for seo or discover so i did kind of consider both fronts on it i did check for traffic from both and i did not see an intent for the way that they are structured, that like this was a strategy or something. So little changes like that can actually do so much to your post. So I did want to note that, I noted as much as I could um, for things that just needed a bit of work. There was only one that was like, did not need reworking. I'll be honest, it's not like the highest traffic keyword, but like they are ranking number one for it, which is great. So that's going to be something to consider for like those little changes. I also just find like when I work from like the those ones down, number one it takes a bit like if I make a significant change, it might drop in traffic. So this gives it time to bounce back. And while it's bouncing back, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff on other pieces, so I'm kind of distracted. If you save it for last, you risk kind of especially if everything else has been growing really well, You do risk losing that traffic and so I'd rather like get to that post first make it the best it can be Google already kind of trusts me for it as best as possible if it was getting that much traffic um, To be at the top and then it does make it easier to then move through the other ones I also do like to do the easiest thing first and then do the hardest thing kind of middle not last but like middle Um, I just need something to like ease me in it's just like for like the day at work where like I ease into my day at work. I am not like I don't know immediately going and doing brain surgery. I'm going to get to the office. I'm going to like chill for a minute. I'm going to talk to my coworkers, do some rounds. I don't know. Maybe I watch Grey's Anatomy and I am cosplaying as a doctor for some reason in my head, but I don't know why I didn't use my own life for that, but that was where that went. (laughs) So from there, uh, you just end up keeping it in a spreadsheet. This is not the spreadsheet that I typically use. I made a new one, um, but I do use a Google content audit spreadsheet that I made where I just keep track of genuinely everything. So I have like the post name that way I have the actual title. I have the URL. I have um, whatever the ranking is. I have the action step. um, I have notes and then I'll have like notes of the changes I make. Um, I will even depending on like the type of audit I'm doing, I will usually also include things like, okay, original pictures. um, Does it have EEAT throughout? Is it the right structure? And I will break down like the steps to some extent, depending on again, the type of audit I'm doing, I don't have to do a ton of those anymore where it's like everything, but I did a big EEAT audit earlier this year. So I just added a column to this sheet and then just like went through them <laughs> as best I could. I also set a date for like date changed that way I can like see when I made the change, if I notice that like, okay, I made a change three months ago and the traffic got worse and never recovered, I'll go back and revert that change. If um, I noticed that, I don't know, okay, I changed it and it did amazingly well, great. Now I know what I did that worked. So that's going to help you kind of keep the document on this so you know what's going on. So you're not getting way too bogged down in like, okay, I changed 500 posts, but I have no idea what of the things that I did actually worked. Cause I mean, I have the memory of a goldfish, but I'm sure most of us don't remember what happened after we've updated 500 posts. Then once I know which posts I'm going to work on, I started picking them one by one, basically. So I would go through, and I will fully admit, I do not have the fastest, most efficient content audit process. I don't think you need it. I think it is good that it takes a minute. Um, I do think it is worth spending the time on. So I will take the URL. We're going to use the Patagonia itinerary one here, um, because I just like the idea. Like I didn't name Patagonia. I've never been, but I think it sounds so cool. And sometimes I like to go places just because I think the name sounds interesting. Um, so we're going to pop the page in here. Now my little trick for this is I recommend taking out the URL around the slug and just putting in the slug, because even when I was doing the audit, um, and looking at like both, uh, Google analytics and Google search console, there were HTTPS, there were www dot, there were different, um, like ending slashes, there was all sorts of stuff. So I want to try and get the most well-rounded view of this URL, and I don't want to risk that like I'm missing something from a weird sitemap pickup. And so here I can see, Oh, I shouldn't have turned off. The, what was I doing? should not have turned off compare. But here I can then start to compare this post individually and its specific keywords. So what changed? Because if I look at just the overview for this URL, it might say like, oh, you dropped a bunch. But if I dropped a bunch because it was like irrelevant Patagonia keywords, I don't care. Like I think we all had that in the last helpful content update where you would lose a bunch of keywords, but it was like Dublin. And it was like, Hey, my post was like a 10 word long keyword. I never thought I would rank for Dublin. Like, why do I care that I lost that same thing here? We want to actually make sure that the ones that we have quote unquote lost matter to us. So, i would go through this and look at the click difference you can look from the smallest amount i like to look at the positive here and i do want to see like okay have we had a good change in like a positive way they've actually lost rankings here um keep clicking things i am a menace with this mouth i don't know what is happening there we go um (laughs) but i want to see okay what's changed so interestingly they've gained a little bit of keywords they've lost position though um, but they've gained a ton of impressions so this is being searched now and this would also help me decide am i really going to change it right now if this was like a trending topic it's doing really 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 well um, i'm probably not going to go in and make an update immediately if i'm ranking number two if i was ranking number 10 yeah but if i'm that close to the top i'm probably not going to touch it so with this one what i then did is i searched the keyword on hrefs and key search to see who's ranking in the top 10? How can we compete with them? Um, What are the various things we could do? I also did look at the global keyword um, ranking. I didn't want to just look at the US because I do think it's important that we get global results for these things. Um, And then I tried to figure out what's happening. So when I looked at this post, the Patagonia itinerary, the first thing I noticed is that this is not a good title. This is too long. I think it is kind of discovery-ish, but not Quite enough, but it was also not like it's published long enough ago that it wouldn't matter if it was for Discover. Discover would have dropped it by now more than likely. It doesn't tend to last that long. Um, I think Tony Hill actually had an email on it where he said, like, leave the Discover title for two weeks, then change it to SEO, or if it's still running there, make an SEO title that is like an SEO title properly. Um, This is neither of those properly. This is kind of hovering between the two, I guess. The thing that I found interesting is that it doesn't mention a day and all of the competitors mentioned a day period. You'll even notice that like in the keywords we were looking at there, that 10 day started to come up a few times. Well, that's because it was mentioned inside of the post, but it's not mentioned in the title. And the title is the best way for someone to get to know you and get to figure out like what's happening in here. And I do think that this is an interesting title for like social media, like that it'll knock your socks off and maybe your hat. And I I don't know if that's like, the people wear a lot of hats in Patagonia? I'm not sure. But the one that's going to do better for Google search is going to be the ultimate 10-day Patagonia itinerary. Information like that. You'll even see, I think I searched it. No, I didn't. I forgot to search it again. Oh, Nina, could you be prepared for anything? (laughs) There we go. So when I search it, you'll see that people give like their date or like the length of time that they did the thing. 10 days was definitely a smaller keyword, but if that's the amount of time you want to go for, you do need to put it in the title. I think this is like the exact kind of title I would have done for this. Um, I might've done unique itinerary. I might've done, if you're a local, I know you guys aren't, so that wouldn't really work for (laughs) Kristen and Michael, but like, or Christine and Michael, pardon me, but you could do something, so something to make it stand out. But I think also it's important that it's just short enough that it'll fit here. Um, Here, like you can see it's getting cut off by Google where they've automatically rewritten it for you because they didn't like that last bit. Um, And so if you actually had that as the real title, I think that would do a lot better. I also just don't think there's much of a place in blog titles for the word the at the beginning. I used to write novels. I totally get that like in the novel world, we do that a lot but in the blog world, not really a thing. And it's just kind of wasted words for you. So it would be better to get that out of there. The next thing I noticed, and this is something that I've noticed in a ton of sites, I'm doing a massive helpful content update audit, I guess is the way I would call it. Um, And I noticed this happening so much. So this post is about an itinerary. Look at how far down we get in this post before we get to this itinerary. The second thing I notice is it is keyword stuffed beyond belief, just from this outline. Tips for planning your Patagonia itinerary, uh, covered in Patagonia itinerary, 10-day Patagonia itinerary, like, and every single one of these has Patagonia Patagonia itinerary at the beginning. That is overkill. That is way too much. Even I would say pre-helpful content update, that is too much. Like That was something that was probably more of a thing three years ago even Um, before i was really doing seo but like that's what i was seeing i remember when i used to search for stuff myself so not great Um, i would recommend fixing this so i even say it doesn't meet the user intent until halfway through so we need to restructure it so we help the user immediately i would move this section to the top as quickly as possible get them to their purpose immediately. In fact, Dr. Marie Haynes, I keep saying her last name and I keep forgetting to look up if that's how you pronounce it. Um, but Dr. Marie ta- uh, posted on Twitter today actually about uh, she reviewed like this stake re- steak site and it had like a blue stake or something um, and it had lost rankings. And she said, on the surface, it's knowledgeable content. The problem is it's not helpful for user intent. Not that it doesn't answer the question, but it doesn't answer the question until you're like a ways through the post. Like you were, I think that one, it was like two thirds of the way. Google doesn't like that. I think they got really tired of people making that joke of like, I don't care about your life story. I just want the recipe. And they like couldn't take the joke anymore. So they're trying to undo that. That's why they get mad at stuff like this. So I've always been a big proponent of if you're going to write about the topic, answer the question immediately. Tell me your life story after maybe a little bit. Try to keep it short, but answer the question as soon as humanly possible. And that's what I found was missing here. And I found it in a number of them where I found the posts on the site were not quite formatted in a way that would help users. Um, A lot of times they did feel, and I did go back to some from like 2019. So some of these were just like older posts to be fair. Um, But I did feel like the structure was more diary entry to some extent and then like tacked on SEO which is interesting because like it in theory that would be the thing Google would like because it's not gamified for SEO in the sense of keywords and all that but it didn't work and i think that's part of the problem is that like the user intent wasn't matched even with you having your personal experience and things like that so i do think user intent and making it easy on the user is super important especially like right away like right 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 away it's going to be really beneficial to the user. Then with a number of these as well, I went through to check the competitors' backlinks and hrefs to see, okay, how many do they have? It is not perfect, I totally understand that, but it gives us a rough idea of like what someone ahead of us might be doing. And with the helpful content update, links are king links have been king in like every update to be honest like i i don't feel like i've been around or at least as long as i've been like conscious events seo i have not yet seen an update where links didn't to some extent benefit people except for spam updates where like spammy links get wiped out that's the only time i've seen them like not help you um but otherwise backlinks matter and we're seeing a lot of higher da sites ranking and i think part of that does come down to the fact that like they have been able to just write shorter posts this whole time, that immediately hit the user intent. And we haven't been able to, to compete. So look at that, look at what's happening there with all of these, the way that I determined what changes should be made is I looked at what was ahead of you. I looked at like what was ranking ahead of this post to figure out, okay, what do we need to do differently? Most of the time, kind of across the board, Title needed to be clearer. Um, we needed to have a structure that was like easy for the user to interpret. I could definitely see the logic behind some of them, but they were not user-oriented outlines. Another thing I noticed is that so many of them like didn't have a numbered list if it was a like things to do post or places to stay or something. There just was no numbered list. And that is a good signal to your user and to Google. And again, this is a formatting thing of what the heck is happening in there. Like that, that does matter a lot. Backlinks definitely played a big role in everything. I would 100% recommend more backlinks. Um, You can see a number of the things I wrote here as well. I'm realizing I should have showed that. Um, But I did also talk about like ROI for things that needed updating. Because some of these like could be updated, but they might get 100 page views like a month, maybe. And a lot of them like the fight that you would need to do would be so hard. I don't think it's worth it. Um, so I opted for don't touch these, like just no index them or delete them. But I did try to note like when I thought you could fix these, um, to make it better. Some of them, I did feel like the keywords were just like kind of chosen for fun, which we've all done, but it just doesn't really work for serving the actual purpose of this site. So I went through a number of those as well, where I was just like, okay. Um, a good example is this. Uh, where's the photography one? I was going to look at here. Uh, Patagonia photography. Part of the problem is like it does have decent search volume, but that search volume is not converting to traffic according to Ahrefs. That search volume is more than likely going to images. If someone searches Patagonia photography. of the time, they just want to go see the pictures. Like they're just looking for the photos. And this post was more like, it was quite a diary entry kind of post, which just did not hit on that at all. And then the sites outranking for this were very dedicated to photography. They had tons of photos and galleries, like things like that. They were massive DAs. They had so many backlinks and it just wouldn't quite work. So. It's not worth the time to update because even though, okay, like, let's say, I don't remember the exact amount now, let's say it was 2,000 a month or something. If you would get maybe a hundred a month, but you're going to be putting in the effort of a 2,000 a month post, I don't think that's a fair ROI here. It also doesn't seem to be the focus of the site. I did try to keep that in mind with a number of these ones is that a lot of them were kind of, it looked like just like keywords kind of chosen at random a little bit. And I'll talk about something I noticed about that as well in a moment. But um, yeah, I I opted for some of these to go because they just didn't make sense in terms of rankability or for the niche itself, like for the site. Now, there were plenty that I said keep that you'll see I didn't say like really make changes. Um, A lot of them were just backlinks. And this is. Something that happens all the time is backlinks are so necessary. So the site of mine that got hit the hardest by the HCU, I think they all felt it a little bit. I think everyone's site felt something a little bit like that's how the world works. Something has to move. Um, but this site got like throttled. I think like it was a baby site to be fair. It had about 8,000 page views, went down to about 2,500, but it's still a significant drop. And yes, there was like the beach stuff that got kind of cut out for winter. Totally fair. But the content had two similarities to this site. Number one, I didn't have good backlinks on that site. That site I was using for one backlink experiment and then I think I built two after the fact. And I've kind of just left it there. I haven't really done a lot to it. So it now has a DA after the core update and spam update of 12. Before that it was eight and it had been eight for a long time. So it's a baby, baby site. This site obviously has a lot more. We have a DA of 25, but a lot of the individual posts don't have good backlinks. They need more happening to them to boost them up. It's also just going to like speed up rankings. Honestly, backlinks, like I know so many people leave it to the end of their strategy. And that is, in my opinion, the dumbest way you could do it. Like I would start with backlinks. In fact, for another one of my baby niche sites, the very first thing I had a homepage and I built a backlink. Immediately, like I did not have content on that site yet, and I built a backlink with with a guest post. Was it like maybe the smartest thing? I should probably have had a post or two. I did not care. I wanted to get links to that as soon as possible, and it got like a thousand page views in like it was something crazy, like two weeks or like it was really good for a very strange like kind of obscure site. So yeah, it, it works so well. Getting those backlinks is worth it. Um, it also takes about 90 days for a backlink to hit like its peak effectiveness. So you need to give it time. So if you wait until a month before Mediavine to start building backlinks, it's going to take 90 days to kick in. So like, do it early. Do it really early, please. <laughs> and the more you do it front, the better off you'll be. The second thing I did on that site that is very similar to this one is I've always built keyword clusters around a location because I typically have travel sites. Um, so and like then I have a destination site, so it's all around the destination. For this one, I was like, let's try keyword clusters. Let's see how it works, do something kind of like what this site has done. and you might not see it all here, but like when I was going through all of the keywords, I noticed it, oftentimes there would be a keyword pattern like Kyoto in or Kyoto two- day itinerary. And there would be Kyoto, Venice, um, there were a few different ones, and it tended to be the same five places over and over again. Maybe it was four places. And it was usually done about, yeah, four times for four places sort of a thing amongst these keyword clusters. And I think there's a few things wrong with that. Number one, I think for a travel site, it doesn't really work for us. It's not really the way we can go. Um, I know for other niches, it can do amazing things. Like Definitely, like I think, automotive niche would do well with that, like kind of programmatic SEO thing where it's like, how do you fix fan belt in and then type of car? That'd be fine because it's a lot of people need that stuff. With us, it's more about the location. If someone comes to your site to learn about a single location, you need to give them a ton of content on that place. Also because so many of these places that we were talking about with this site actually have like, Dedicated niche sites, like there's one, like there's a Venice site, and that that's its thing. It is about Venice. There are Patagonia sites. They're not a ton, but there. Were, I think I saw two that were dedicated, and then a few people that just had like the biggest pillar you could imagine. So doing a few of these isn't going to be super helpful. It's also going to take a longer time to grow it. And as I learned, it is hard to internal link between those. Like it is weird. You would think, okay, they're all about the same. Like structure or idea, but if someone's looking for a two-day itinerary in, I've lost where it is, um, in Kyoto, they don't then need a two-day one in Patagonia, but it's more likely they might need one somewhere closer by. I don't know if Hiroshima is like technically close by, but it's definitely closer than Patagonia. They also just want more on Kyoto. Okay, so now you have your two-day itinerary, now you need some tours, you need some places to stay, you need to know about cars, you need to know about whatever you need to know about for this place otherwise you do risk like not retaining that user a little bit which is ultimately like I look at my site as a sales funnel of like we're bringing them in and then I need to make money off of that how am i making money i'm either moving them through my site to book something or i'm trying to keep them on pages so i make ad revenue both of those require somewhat the same thing of someone staying on the page and moving through my site So I definitely think the clustering around location matters a lot more. I think um, keyword clusters don't quite work for us unless it's like cities in a country. So I think that might have been something that happened to this site as well because it was hit with the HCU for sure. Um, Definitely, again, some of it was seasonal, but there was definitely some HCU stuff happening here. And I think part of that is somewhat the structure of the site. So that could be something to consider. So when I selected the ones to delete, I tried to leave enough in each area as well. Um, In some, I did suggest a different like long tail version of a keyword might be better, but for a number of these, it was, they just didn't make sense. So there was also like a full kind of um, keyword cluster pillar around travel gifts, which I think is an interesting option. Clearly it works for places like Forbes and stuff that do that. It didn't really work here. And I think especially as we move towards like you really needing to have original photos of the things. A lot of times uh, the ones on this site were like 17 and then the competitors were like 57 in the number one spot. And it just again, it was the ROI. I was like, you could succeed at this. Definitely there's possibilities here. Right now, I don't think it's worth the time and effort for it. Um, especially because you could just internal link to it to like Pass traffic inside of your site to it, but I wouldn't work on it for like the SERPs right now, personally. Again, all of this is like my suggestions. The site owner obviously gets to make the final decision and figure out what works for them the best. So yeah, that was basically how I went through and examined every single post. Um, typically, when I do this for my own site, it takes a lot longer because I do go through a variety of keywords. However, it is shorter in other ways because I know more about the post. I'm not having to like read through the post a bit to figure out what's happening. Um, it's a lot easier because you are aware of the topic. You might even be aware of your competitors a lot more. So like you would have more of an idea of... Was there a widget up there before? Did someone move ahead of you? Um, Things like that. You might know their site well enough to like already know, do they have a pillar on this thing? I was like clicking through like crazy. So um, I was doing a lot of extra stuff to get there, which meant that I wasn't doing all the secondary keywords. Do I check the ranking of every single secondary keyword? No. Um, Only the ones that are like, giving us a decent chunk of traffic or that I think could give us a good amount of traffic. I use query hunter for all of this. This was like not meant to be a plug for them, but like, God, I love query hunter. I'm minorly addicted to it. Um, I have a very addictive personality. It turns out when it comes to like SEO tools for sure. So I use it to just like in a glance on the post, tell me where I'm ranking. So I don't have to jump around like this, like I'm doing here. Um, it just makes my life a little bit easier. And it does help me streamline this a bit more. But I will say, this should not be quick. This should take you time. It should be just like writing a post where like it should take you a little while to go through these things and to improve them, to make them better, um, and to really put in helpful content. This site, like I do think that Christine and Michael are strong writers. I do think that there's a good amount of like, first of all, like there are original images and things like that, um, but there are some things that do need some work. I think site structure. Even as we like scroll here, I don't know what these strange gray boxes are. Oh, maybe it's because I have my ad blocker on. It might be an ad. I'm not sure. Um, but I think having stuff that's a little bit clearer, like having, uh, first of all, the focus of the post up her- earlier, if this was like certain things might need to be numbered to make it a little bit clearer to people, um, especially there were some that were like bucket lists and there were so many things and I was just getting lost inside of them and it was hard to refer back to things. Another thing I noticed in the Japan pillar was that this like planning thing, which is very cute, um, it was above the fold. So it was actually loading above the title or the, yeah, the title of the post. I do not recommend that. I think that's not a good idea. Um, I don't let anything load above the fold. Like this is good to me. I think Kyoto might show it. No, of course not. Why? Why would the thing that I chose to demonstrate show it? <laughs> um, again, I was not super prepared. Uh, where's another one? There. And this was the interesting thing It's like oh, maybe it was venice i don't know now i'm getting confused but it like it showed up amongst a number of them but then not amongst others and yeah i can't even find it now don't make a liar out of me it definitely there it is okay <laughs> i'm not crazy um it showed up somewhere but it was showing up under certain ones and not under others so i think this is probably a reusable block of, or not reusable block a hook element that you've set But it's just showing in strange spots, um, and I wouldn't put it this high up. First of all, it has to load. I guess I get that it's not an image, but it's still something different. You do risk Google reading this and thinking it's the focus of the piece to start. Um, We just don't really want to have that there. Um, Also, a thing I noticed as well, I'm just remembering, inside of your titles, a lot of the titles had hyphens in them, and I do not recommend hyphens or dashes. Um, As you'll see here when we're looking at the top 10, uh, is there a hyphen or dash in site? No, um, there's not. The only one that we saw was here, where it then leads to the name of the site. So it's actually like people seem primed when they see the hyphen to stop reading because they think the site name is going to come after it. So colons for some reason just do it way, way better. I would pivot towards that instead um, just to make it a bit clearer and to kind of use a structure that makes a bit more sense to the user so they're familiar with it. I also recommend reading Jamie IF's Spear Framework for intros um, just because this intro, I think it's interesting, um, but I don't think it tells me enough to make me want to keep reading. So. I think it's worthwhile just structuring this a little bit better to kind of say who you're talking to really give us more of an idea of what's happening i think the most interesting thing is like this section right here where it's like um the temples and then not even gonna try to pronounce that because i'll mess it up um and mount fuji like i think those are really interesting then we just kind of keep going with it, and it gets a bit boring to me, to be honest. Like we need to be snappy and keep it going. I also think that like this should be the length of the intro, um, or at least that the ad should be pushed underneath it. If that's an ad, I'm not really sure. Um, but we should get rid of this here, whatever it is. If it's not an ad, but we just want to tighten it up a bit um, and yeah, really make sure the user knows what they're going to get below. But we also want to make sure it's clear, like that you did the thing, which is the thing that I don't see here is. I don't see when you guys went or any of that information. I do think it's worth adding it up there just like a little bit so people know, okay, this isn't some random person who's never been there before. So yeah, this is the kind of hypheny thing that I was talking about, but you had it in like page titles uh, or post titles on Google. So yeah, those were a number of the things that I was reviewing. This, ugh, that's I told myself this video would be half an hour, of course not so i went through and i did a ton here we're not going to keep going too much longer because i do appreciate that you guys have other stuff to do but this is how i did the basic uh content audit here and like kind of the structure that i went through then i just went through and really evaluated okay like what are people above doing why are they doing better what could we be doing differently do i think to some extent that maybe the helpful content update will move this around later maybe but we have to work with what we've got for right now um and then Planned from there. So the course of action I would take is I would pick probably ten or twenty to update from this list um, and figure out okay, what can I change? And a lot of them, like I said, it is title based. Um, I would even personally just go through the whole site, change every title. I did that for one of my blogs in the summer, and it did lovely things for me Um, just to make sure that they are more optimized for seo if you have any in google discover that are doing like amazingly well um yeah there aren't really any for this site then for those ones you might want to optimize that post with a discover title instead that is more kind of clickbaity for this site that's not really going to work with what we're doing right now um, so i would make those changes then when you're going to make the changes note down like i said the date. Of when you make them and then note down what you did. So you'll have an idea of, okay, what happened and what might have worked, what might not have worked. It's also kind of interesting if you could do 10 that are like, kind of have different, like, kind of different issues to them. So you can see, okay, which of these changes seem to have the highest reward. um, So that you're not having to, like, I don't know if you update 10 things to do posts and they need the exact same updates and they all fail. Then you're like, okay, well, I know what not to do, but I don't know what to do. So I do quite like the like kind of scatter approach and try a few, and then bring it all back together. Um, in the end, when you figure out what worked, turn it into like one kind of good system for yourself, and then update everything else with that. Updates take time, so like that will mean uh, taking some time away from new content. But especially like we've always known that google has seen our site as a whole we want to make sure that we are really 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 connecting our content so it is very clear what is doing well that we have clear topics that we know about and that's something with this site oops oh, i just updated to the new Mac, the new like mac os and it keeps doing that and i have to figure out how to turn it off um but with this site like it is not a hundred percent clear what the focus is to be honest it is quite all over the place. Some keywords are about couples, some are about kids, some like there were a few that were photography, there are a few that are studying, there were like a ton of different locations. And it just gave a lot to the person to figure out. And that would give a lot to Google to figure out too. Um, And a number of the pillars didn't really have anything ranking super highly. So, you want to make sure before you move on to another pillar that you've got that one pillar really, really strong. So that you know that, like, when you leave it to go somewhere else, it can still succeed. That's definitely something I would spend some time on. And I do think backlinks are a fair amount of that. Um, yeah. So, those are the things that I would mainly change here. Um, and that is the kind of slightly condensed version of the way that I do my content audits uh, for my own sites to figure out what's happening. What can we fix? What just do we need to just cut loose? And like, remember that when you know index stuff, it still exists on your site. uh, So you can drive social traffic to it and Pinterest traffic. But if it's genuinely not serving you, it's not really relevant to your audience. It's never really gotten traffic. It kind of was something random you wrote. Just get rid of it. Honestly, just cut it loose. Like it is, worth it to spring clean before you invite people over and like just shoving stuff in a closet eventually that closet's going to like explode on you um and like just yeah keep things sorted keep things clean uh just get rid of stuff that is not helpful to you or your user and then make sure when you're doing your updates that you are really being quite objective like i am Sure, that there are things on my site that when I look at it, I'm like, this is amazing. And then someone else looks at it and goes like, Nina, that is a steaming pile of horseshit. Like, no, that's not good. Um, So yeah, you sometimes need another person's opinion. You also just need to be very, very critical and ChatGPT can help you a ton with that. Um, If you need some help figuring out prompts for that, I do have my ChatGPT blogging blueprint course where I have a prompt library of over 350 prompts, including updating prompts to help you update your content. Um, And I specifically shared some for the helpful content update as well. So I hope this really helped everybody and you guys got to learn a lot. Uh, thank you to Christine and Michael for letting me share this publicly with y'all so everyone could learn together. And if you have questions, uh, please pop them in the comments and I'm happy to answer them. If you have any other like tips or whatever that you want to share that are different than mine, I totally appreciate that lots of us have different methods of doing this and different ways that we like to work through this. They're all totally fair. As long as it works for you, as long as you see results from it, then that's what matters. Uh, The one tip I would give absolutely everyone is that like an organized audit is a helpful audit. A disorganized audit is a therapy session waiting to happen (laughs) or you feeling like you've gone out of your mind because you can't find that one note that you put somewhere in your notes app a year ago or something. So your homework now, Go forth and update 10 posts, at least 10 posts. Um, If this is like the peak period for your site, I do not recommend updating it then. Like, if this is your site's peak traffic window, don't update right now because, again, things will lose rankings. So, update them kind of just after it's over. That's why I love winter for my sites. Winter is the low season for most of my sites. So, it is a time when I can sit down and really go through content. Have I done any of that yet? No, I've had no time. I keep giving myself weird other assignments to do and making plugins for no reason. So one day I will sit down and get through stuff. But for you guys who are more diligent workers than I am right now, please go through and update some content. It will serve you so, so well. Okay, it was great to see everybody. And if you need any more help learning about SEO, I've got tons of videos on this channel, so go check them out. Have a great day, bye.